Hey peeps, it's me, Christine, and I want to share with you a game-changing product that has improved my sleep and daily health. So let's dive in. You all know through my journey, I have struggled with sleep, being afraid of it, not getting quality sleep, and not being able to regulate my temperature throughout the night. I definitely learned the hard way, but sleep matters big time. It's when your muscles repair, your brain detoxes, and your body can work on cellular renewal. We just can't afford to miss out on an adequate amount of high-quality sleep, which is kind of hard when you have a rare disease. There's not much that I control in this real life, but one of the easiest and most effective ways to get better sleep every single night is through temperature regulation. Studies actually prove cooler temperatures lead to a deeper, more restful sleep, and that insomniacs actually lack this natural drop in core body temperature, which is what keeps them up at night. Personally, I run hot. This means that even if my room is super cold, I wake up in a pool of sweat, uncomfortable, changing my clothes several times throughout the night. It's frustrating for obvious reasons, and this is why I was so relieved to discover this transformative products from Chili. The Cube from Chili Sleep is a system that fits right over the top of your mattress and uses water to control the temperature of your bed, which helps lower your internal temperature and triggers deeper, relaxing sleep. Since water has 30 times more thermal conductivity than air, these systems are a lot more effective than just cranking up the AC. I mean, I keep my house at 65, so it has to be true. Ever since I started using the Cube system, I've noticed I fall asleep a lot faster, sleep deeper, and wake up feeling fully rested. (laughs) Now, my wife is not a polar bear like me and likes to sleep a little bit warmer, so I love that we can each have our own temperatures on either side of the bed. Chili products can range between 55 and 115 degrees. Right now, Chili is offering my audience a really great deal. When you go to chilisleep.com backslash findyourrare20, you get 20% off the Cube All Sleep Systems with Find Your Rare 20. Sleep is something we could all use more of, and we can all take small steps towards getting better sleep to improve our life in big ways. I hope you'll check out the Chili Sleep System and see why I love their product so much. Welcome to the Because We're Strong podcast, where we talk all things rare disease and chronic illness and how to navigate a rare life. Together, we're sitting down every week to get your stories and insight on how you navigate this rare life. You can expect everything real and raw in the hopes that your story along with ours helps another person who is dealing with a similar rare struggle. So grab your favorite drink, a comfy blanket and buckle in because rare disease isn't for the faint of heart. Hey peeps, it's just me today, Christine. I jumped on here for this bonus mini-sode to tell you a story about my own personal disappointment that tends to sting a little worse on these long weekends. So let's dive in. I've always loved to travel and usually going domestically is not enough. My travel bug wants to go to Europe, the islands, cruises, Northern lights. I love the idea of jet setting. Naturally, as my disease has progressed, we found ourselves doing significantly less traveling, even to like our parents or our friends. If it hasn't been to see a doctor, we usually choose to sit it out, which has been very difficult for Carrie, myself, and both of our families because we always were so fine living 
far away from them because we would always get to them for every event. We never missed one. When this started back in 2016, we continued to try to travel to family and for pleasure. But through the years, we have had to cancel so many trips and miss so many events that it's become overwhelmingly sad and disappointing. Neither Carrie nor I ever really discussed this, but somewhere along the way, we just stopped planning to do anything. And I think that's because we were protecting ourselves from that disappointment. I know for me, I stopped planning less because of the disappointment for myself and more because I would feel so incredibly guilty if I did not feel up to going and we had to miss something we were looking forward to. So I kind of just pretended like traveling wasn't my thing. And I became very, very introverted and attached to our house. Now, that could be a whole other full episode. But all that to say, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be to be attached to the house. Um, I felt so sick. Who really wants to go anywhere but your bed? Not me. So let's fast forward to the present day. And I'd been feeling good for a few months now. Not great, but good. Good enough to think I could travel. And back in August, I decided to surprise Carrie for her birthday in September with a small trip. It wasn't going to be crazy, just domestic, but I was really excited. The first blow came when I found out that my next treatment would literally be the day after we were supposed to come home. No, I couldn't move it. No, there was nothing to do. But I was determined. I know that I don't feel good during those treatments, but we were going away. I made the arrangements for us to go away and end up in New York for treatment on Monday. This now made a simple three-day trip into a six-day trip, but I really didn't care. I was excited and I knew Carrie would be too. Her birthday came and we were ecstatic all the way up to the week of, and it was still looking good. We were packed. This is amazing. We are going to go. We're basically gone. We go to sleep. And I wake up in the middle of the night. The zebra inside of me had a definitely different plan. I had night sweats way worse than I usually did. But I did think to myself, I have autodysomia. What is temperature regulation, really? Changed my pajamas and went back to bed. When Carrie woke up the next morning, she could feel the sweat on the sheets and was immediately concerned. She grabbed the thermometer and there it was, 101.0. It was risky as it was to be going away, so there was little question what the reading meant. I started not to feel well quickly after she took my temperature and was down for the three days before treatment, had treatment, and then returned home. When I got home, I saw the packet of travel information and was filled with anger. Like seriously, with the biggest frustration for me always being that I feel like I've given up so much already, like the idea of traveling far and jet setting and made so many accommodations, like we're just going to go to this small little thing. And yet again, still, this disease had its own plan. Carrie assured me that we would have an adventure again someday. And I went back to creating, naturally, my coping skill. I'm pretty good at managing my expectations and moving on with whatever the universe has planned for me, but it's definitely harder during these long weekends when so many people have plans and I know that Carrie and I would have. So I guess I'm just here right now with this mini episode to tell you all those zebras out there that are home with me living day to day, you're not alone. Until next time. 
Thanks for listening to the Because We're Strong podcast. To continue the conversation about rare disease and all the unknowns that come with it, don't forget to subscribe and catch us next week for another episode. To learn more about our stories or how to share yours, visit www.findyourrare.com. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We look forward to connecting and bridging the gap between the struggles of the rare disease community and the rest of the world. 